Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 52 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And today is our one year anniversary of the podcast. And I honestly cannot believe how fast time has gone by. I always like to say that I started talking when I was 10 months old and having a podcast became kind of like a natural progression of somebody that loves to talk. But the last literally 52 weeks just flew by. And I am just so grateful and just so pleased to have you here listening today to this episode. But also, I wanted to dedicate today's um, time of you to celebrating over 30 amazing women that came on the podcast, anywhere from experts coming to share their knowledge with you, as well as real women sharing their real stories of their struggles of confidence with their weight, what they've learned, what they've done differently. And often in times, those little tiny tiny shifts in perspective is all we need to get massive transformations in our lives. So I just really want to just start by thanking every single one of them and all of you to listening, because without you, there is no point in having this beautiful podcast together. So thank you. And I would love, love, love to ask you for a small, quick favor, which will help us grow the podcast even further. And that is to leave us a review on iTunes. So if you haven't done that before, I'm going to leave a link in our show notes so that there's a short three minute video on how to do so. If you don't know, if you do know, then please go ahead and we will really appreciate it very special five-star review for new. And if you do leave that review, please take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram. I'm just so grateful. And the more reviews we get, the more the podcast can be found. So if you can give this, this special review as our celebration for this one year anniversary, we will be very, very grateful to you. Okay. So for today, and this is not a scripted episode in any means, any sense, I just have a few points that I wanted to talk through with you about. And what I would love to do is to give you a little bit more perspective on me, my story, and what brought me here today and what I, why I do what I do uh, in helping women release excess weight. And if this is a new concept to you, hopefully as we go deeper in the conversation, you will also be able to get some very actionable things you can take to start the release journey for yourself. So to get us going, I would love to define what confidence means to me, because if you've been around 
in the podcast for a while, you know that is usually the first question I ask our guests. So I wanted to give you my perspective on confidence. And mind you, I've heard so many wonderful things for so many of the women. I joke that someday I need to kind of put all of them together <laughs> into either one episode or a book or something. But for now, I just wanted to share what I consider confidence. And this is a very interesting I would say, point topic for me. It's something that I've thought about for a long time. I've contemplated this answer before, even as I'm asking others the same question. And I think a lot of times the word confidence implies, or not so much implies, but I think there's a lot of behind the scenes that we expect. And that is often confidence in the sense of putting yourself out there, you know, going big, doing scary things. And and that is fine. And I'm pretty sure that is an aspect of confidence, no doubt. But the way that I like to look at confidence is a little bit more subtle, I guess. And I like to describe it as accepting all parts of ourselves. And what I mean by that is that Confidence is not just accepting the parts that we perceive to be good. Say, when you put yourself out there, when you do something scary, when you do well at a job or I don't know, something like that. I believe confidence is accepting both sides of everything with the certainty that nothing is good and bad. Everything just is. And it is our perspective of it that changes. So for example, say that we look in the mirror and we don't like what we see, physically speaking. And therefore, say we're a few pounds overweight and therefore we feel we lack confidence, right? This is a very common, uh, I would say, perspective of women that come to me, especially at the very beginning. And the way that I perceive that is that if we're looking in the mirror, it's not about lying to yourself and say, oh, I love everything I see. If you don't, you don't, right? But confidence comes from understanding that whatever your body is doing, in this case, accumulating excess weight, it is there for a reason. It is serving you in a specific way that we may not be conscious of. So the problem I have with the weight loss industry is that women are trying to get rid of parts of themselves that are serving a purpose without understanding what the purpose is, which leads them to a cascade of disappointments and frustrations, and it keeps them on yo-yo diets and all those things. Because it's like we're trying to change something externally, whereas the real shift is internal. So for me, confidence is that certainty that all parts of ourselves are perfect the exact way they are. And a lot of that comes from the inner work that comes from having clarity of some of the things we're going to talk about today. So in summary, confidence for me is accepting all pieces of ourselves as opposed to trying to change or get rid of parts of ourselves. Okay. Everything, nothing is good or bad. Things just are. So what are some of those processes and steps? And I'm going to weave in my story in there a little bit. And I think a lot of my, I'll say, early life perceptions growing up and being raised in Brazil, I moved to Canada when I was 21 years old, kind of plays a big role in here. One of the benefits, I would say, of growing in a dangerous country with an incredible amount of competition, like we compete with thousands and thousands of other students to get into university. Like it is a very intensely competitive country, even from an academical standpoint. And that's kind of like, 
you know, what I came from <laughs> and probably one of the reasons why learning and growing and achieving big things in life is so important to me. But, you know, that's not what we're talking about today. So um, coming from Brazil and experiencing some of the early life challenges that I have and in terms of lack of safety, it was a very dangerous country. And yes, my family done everything they could to keep us safe. But, you know, we still I remember feeling quite unsafe living there for most of my, you know, forming years and into my early 20s as well. And those things you know, change you. And somebody said to me, and this is in Canada after I was here for a few years, that she said that uh, uh, there is, she believed that one of the reasons why I didn't struggle with the perceived confidence issues of putting myself out there, say for a presentation or for, I don't know, something at work, was that my real worries growing up were physical safety. So the other stuff I could control, therefore I was comfortable with them, whereas obviously I couldn't control the safety necessarily uh, because it was not just, you know, uh, on my hands. And she perceived that that was why I did not believe I struggled with confidence, right? And I would say for a while, I thought that was true and there's for sure value in it. But as time went on, and I got comfortable <laughs> living in Canada now for over 17 years. And a lot of those challenges and dangers were no longer relevant, right? Like we had a much more peaceful, more structured life. And I started to experience some different struggles in my life that have eventually led to some of those quotations, confidence issues. So I think all those beautiful experiences have really amounted to you know, me having a lot of material to work with and <laughs> look back to and really contemplate and understand what does those things mean to me. So what I want to do, I'm going to use my story to give you a specific example of this. But if I were to look in my life at the times that I felt the most confident, okay, about what I was doing or seeing, those are the times that I was doing or speaking about something that were really important to me. Something that I call really high on my inner priorities list. And in reality, confidence, like it or not, comes from staying as close to that authentic line of who you truly are as possible. So say, for example, that, you know, I love speaking about hormone balance and weight loss. And then somebody asked me to go speak about real estate investing. Even if I have incredible, you know, public speaking abilities and I have a lot of experience, even internationally speaking to audiences of various sizes, I am not proficient in real estate investing. <laughs> Therefore, if I were to you know, be asked to speak on the topic, even with some preparation, I would probably feel incredibly nervous and out of my comfort zone because, and in a way perceived lacking confidence, because that is not my zone of genius. That is not my inner priority, right? And I want you to take that now and really apply it to weight loss. So a lot of times what I see happen with women is that we go on diets because we are unhappy with our bodies. When you go on a diet, you're essentially trying to change what you eat, how much you exercise, lifestyle. Usually they're pretty big changes, right? 
without understanding that we were making those choices for a reason. So for example, say that the reason why you eat, you know, all the cookies and all the sugars and stuff is because emotionally you're going through something very difficult and painful. You're doing inner work and you're just, you know, the pain is so much that you just can't feel it right now. So by eating the sugar and, you know, the treats and stuff, it just eases that pain. The sugar and the treats, even though, no, it doesn't fit a traditional diet, it is serving a purpose, right? And that is the perspective that I wanted to have, that once you're very, very clear what is most important to you, and I do a lot of that in my work. So if you're curious, I'm going to drop a link below for a free training. I go into this into more detail. Uh, so just go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training, and I'll give you the actual breakdown of how this whole thing looks like. So you have a visual, but for now, once you're very clear, what is most important to you. So in my case is learning, teaching, and building my business to bring a lot of positive impact in the lives of other women, especially in midlife after we turn 40. So that is my, I'll say top three. And my family is really important to me as well. And they're sort of the foundation. They're the support system. My parents, my in-laws, my husband, my sister, that really holds everything together. And some very close key friends holds everything together for me. That is my, say, priority bucket, right? And it's going to be different for everyone. If, so I'm putting myself in the shoes, let's just say, if you're trying to lose weight and struggling with it. If I spend my days fulfilling those priorities, I am at my best. I'm strong. I'm energized. I don't have cravings and life goes on and I'm just doing the work and just feeling inspired. However, if I spend the day or days doing things I am not inspired to do, so say doing a lot of house chores, laundry, or even in my business, doing things that I absolutely dislike, such as being in my inbox, responding to emails, it's just such a joy killer for me. <laughs> I'm following up and all projects that are not closed and all the little details and waiting on this, waiting on that. Anytime that I spend time on those things that are not a priority or that are actually, you know, bringing me stress and discomfort, what happens? Like we're all human. Cravings come up. I get tired. I get cranky, you know, and then the day just isn't the same and we're not as productive and they don't feel as good. And it's just a roller coaster, right? You know, getting rid of cravings has nothing to do with just being good and behaving or whatever, you know, the, the word choices we choose. It is a lot easier to stay on track when you are working as close to your inner priorities as possible, that you're not having to compensate again and again and again to bring you back to neutrality, to bring you back to fulfillment, if you spend your day doing fulfilling things. But most of us don't even consider that. Most of us spend our entire lives out of duty, are doing things we think we're supposed to do, as opposed to delegating the things we don't like to somebody else. And there's other strategies too, if delegation isn't always possible. And delegation doesn't always cost money, just so you know, there's a lot of you no know, trading that can be done for services. But anyways, topic for another day. But if we don't make a real point at spending most of our lives in our inspired zone, 
we will time and time again resort to you know the treats and the drinks and the alcohol and the potato chips late at night and so on because when we spend the entire day unfulfilled late at night when you have a little bit of me time that is when we rebel become the rebel that's when we refill on those things that just numbs us just enough so we can kind of, you know, get by as opposed to spend your entire day doing something you love. And it could be anywhere from your career to time in your family or whatever else you love to do. There's no right and wrong here. Okay. So like I said, it's all about being clear on your inner priorities. And when you bring this back to confidence and weight loss, I, I love to really say for women that there is probably something in your life that you do not compromise on. For some women, it's their ability to run their business, it's their ability to make money. For others, it is your family. So for example, in my case, my relationship with my husband is solid and it is something that we don't compromise. If there's an issue, we address it. We just don't accept that it can't be addressed. So we just do and we always solve the problems and we always move on stronger. So what I want you to do is find in your life, what is that one thing or area that you do not compromise, that you're solid, that you hate your goals, that you feel, I got this. And I want you just to sit with that for a moment and really feel, why is it? Is it because you always, you just believe it's always going to be right? Is it because you always have a strategy? Is it because you don't quit until it's resolved and you move on? Whatever it is, that force, that passion, that intentionality is what I tell women. Let's now transfer that and apply the same behavior, the same belief system, the same understanding to weight loss. Because a lot of times we have all the tools and strategies we need already inside of us. We just haven't seen how that is applicable to something that we're struggling with. So let's just say, let's just flip this and say, okay, maybe your issue is making money. It's not, you know, you're great at relationship with your family and your kids and you don't compromise. But when it comes to finances, money management, that's where you struggle. Same concept, right? Is understanding why are you solid elsewhere? And then how can we transfer those soft skills into manage money management, maybe get some support on the more tactical stuff. Same for weight loss. And I'm here to help if that's what you're looking for. And that's all it is. You just apply the same set of strategies, the ones that you do not compromise on to the thing you feel that you're lacking. And to kind of bring it all back to confidence in our bodies and being comfortable in our own skin, I love to say, and I say this very often, that your body got your back like 100% of the time, <laughs> which is shocking to some people. And especially if you're unhappy with it, everything feels to be falling apart. We all have our things, right? And for me, I have a fairly long list of things and, you know, just kind of like in a summary way, I was born with uh, what they much later in my 20s diagnosed as a juvenile uh, spinal degenerative condition. I had spinal surgery in 2012 and I experienced, I'll say a pretty solid 15 years of chronic migraine, um, often like in sometimes the migraines would be like six migraines a week. I've had once before to park the car on the side of the highway and get my husband to come pick me up with a second vehicle because I couldn't drive myself home anymore from work. Um, 
I experienced significant burnout and that was my exiting from corporate entrepreneurship and diagnosed with fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue. I had, you know, several different issues with my hormones and was put on medication that messed up my metabolism. And I gained a lot of weight years back. I went from a size four to a size 12 almost overnight. So I have a lot of things. Oh, and then some autoimmune stuff as well with my skin. And the list goes on and on. And you know, it would be very easy for me to look back and say, yeah, like my body, you know, fell apart on me, <laughs> you know, two decades ago and, and so on. And, but what this has allowed me to do is get so much deeper with myself, understanding myself, understanding my body, understanding physiology, understanding it, it based in nutrition, understanding how everything comes together. It has become sort of like this fuel for me that drives my purpose and my desire for knowledge. And it has connected me with so many beautiful people and opportunities and experiences. And in a way, is the foundation of my business today, which, like I said earlier, is such a high priority to me, right? It is very impactful to help somebody else when you've walked on their shoes before. And I have lots of shoes <laughs> that I walked on before, so that's helpful. But also... The ability to look back and mind you, I am not done with my inner work by any stretch of the imagination, right? But for many, many of the areas that I have made big shifts in terms of finding gratitude for the different pieces of that, it is so powerful and so impactful. And it actually makes me look back and say, wow, if I can feel true, deep, transcendental gratitude for this very challenging part of my history, my health, anything is possible, right? Anything is absolutely possible. So I love with great passion to help women look at their own bodies with gratitude, get back into alignment, understand what is the job that that, you know, health concern or excess weight is performing for you. Because once you know the job, we can help the body achieve that job and we can move on. When you live your purpose, when you live inspired lives, you don't need to rely on those external ways to bring it back to balance. You develop your own set of tools to do that. And I think there's nothing more inspiring than this. So looking back at everything and putting this all together, I would love to invite you to uh, join me for this free training I told you. Just go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training. And I'm also going to put the link just below in the show notes. And in this training, I will show you how to accomplish all the things we just talked about and how to get back in control of your body after 40. It's all about balancing your hormones balancing your emotions, and knowing how to eat appropriately for this changing phase in our lives. And, you know, if you're tired of living in a body that you're unhappy with, and you just don't feel you're your body's best friend, <laughs> which is so many women don't, I really encourage you to come join me for the class. And I'm it's super value-packed, and I'm sharing a few very big perspective shifts with you that I really know it will be very helpful and impactful for your life. 
And just to close, if you haven't yet, as we celebrate a full year, 52 weeks together on this podcast, please go to iTunes and leave confidence from uh, within podcast a review. And if you can, take a screenshot of your review and tag us on Instagram. We'll be super excited to tag you back. And we cannot wait for what the next year has to bring. And I will continue to curate amazing women, amazing guests to talk to you about all areas. We have people anywhere from fashion to tapping to finances to empowerment in all different areas of life and also highlighting the stories of previous clients and other women so that you can see from very much the same perspective what is possible. How can you also make changes and accomplish your goals? You do not need to live in a body that you dislike. You do not need to feel crappy. You know, getting into and through menopause does not have to be a terrible time. This is a beautiful time in our lives of empowerment, of wisdom, and it is my true joy to help and make it a little bit better for you. So thank you so much for for being here with us, for listening, and to all our previous guests. And I look forward to a year too. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.